0: It's everyone's favorite tournament of the year. The golfers are in Augusta, Georgia to compete for the coveted jacket. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you in the center of the action by giving you a shot to land in the green. This week, DraftKings is giving you a free shot at $1 million top prize when you download and sign up using the promo code THPN. If you haven't tried DraftKings, this is the time. It's easy to play. pick hits, golfers. Bryson DeChambeau, my boy, might be a good one to throw out there. Stay under the salary cap and submit your lineup before the tournament tees off early Thursday morning. Then sit back, follow the action. The more red numbers they have on the leaderboard, the closer you'll be to winning some green. Rack up points for pars, birdies, finishing position, and more. Even though you may not be able to hit the course with the pros, DraftKings is giving you the chance to scratch your competitive itch and reign supreme. Download the DraftKings app now using code THPM during signup. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with the free shot at $1 million top prize. That's code THPN, and you get a free shot at $1 million top prize only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 pause required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
1: You are now tuned in to the, the Windy, Windy City, City Benders, Benders podcast. Benders. This is WCVP.
0: It's another edition of the WTV Podcast, a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. It's Jerem. It's Tanner. Tanner, what is
1: up, bud? To just like Jesus, we are back. Well, we took Sunday off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's where we were going with that. I was like, Yeah, happy
1: huh? Easter. Happy belated Easter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Your second birthday, Jesus. Yeah, man. That's about how it works, right? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> what was it just like the Blackhawks in 2013 versus Detroit? There was a comeback. <laughs> that's good. Uh, that's- re- referred to our,
0: compared to ourselves to Jesus coming back. Now we've heard the Blackhawks, the Jesus coming back. I think that's uh we hit the quota for the episode.
1: Just like Chicago <laughs> after the Great Fire, we'd come back. Chicago, want to come back? What a comeback! What a comeback.
0: You got a haircut, bud. I know we talked about it a little before, but I just, ah.
1: Yeah, man. I, uh, I got three approved haircut styles from my fiance and uh, went to the barber, showed him all three, and he goes, no, I just <laughs> fucking, <laughs> just fucking cut my hair. And so now she's mad because it's too short. And I was like, okay, thanks, man. <laughs> just, bye. Uh, Probably won't see you again for another year now. So I have to let it grow out again.
0: yeah. So, and the last thing we'll talk about before we get into, <laughs> get into the hockey talk, we talk about two before we start recording. We should record it while we're talking about it. But yeah, you we were back in live sports, the presence of live sports.
1: Yeah, man. Went to First a Cubs game.
0: Over a year.
1: How did it feel?
0: How was it? Like, it was probably
1: the best because there was no one near us like the the best part is the seats are basically have like a colored duct tape or some shit like that Where like these are the seats that are assigned to people like everyone has tickets for these seats so the seats next to us were zip tied up and oh, the ones in front of us zip tied up the ones behind us zip tied up so it's like we had room to just stretch out and just enjoy our time do they just sell them like two at a, a two a piece or is it like i uh i don't know because i think because i got ours off of StubHub, so i think we probably bought tickets from like some sort of season ticket holder uh, yeah, that makes sense and the th- thing i noticed is like it, they're pr- i think they're sold in like two they're like in even packages like, yeah, on Stop like hub at least like two and four and six yeah um but it was cool it was great uh the game sucked <laughs> the game was terrible they, they lost like uh, they lost four to nothing they got one fucking hit and somebody stood right in front of us getting a beer during that one hit so we didn't see a damn thing and it's not like it was an exciting defensive game because there were so many fucking walks too. So it was just like, God, this game is slow and fucking boring.
0: Watching their games on TV, like the since home open or whatever, I'm getting a, like rookie of the year vibes, like empty stadium, like nobody there yeah. watching it. It's
1: so funny. Oh my god, the best, the best was the fact that um my fiance was not paying attention, she looked up at the screen and they were showing the 50-50 raffle price at the time and it's like $4,000 something something. I knew she was not paying attention, but she looked at it and she goes, huh, I thought there would have been, I go, more people here? And she goes, yeah. I go, because that's money. There's a dollar sign in front of it. <laughs> I was like, that's the 50-50 raffle. And she goes, oh my fucking God. <laughs> I was like, I knew you weren't paying attention, and I saw you look at it, and I knew exactly what you were thinking. And it was the funniest shit. So then the rest of the game, every time they showed the raffle, I was like, look how many more people showed up after the first time they showed it. (laughs) And she's like, shut up. (laughs) How
0: how good was it tasting, like, overpriced beer again?
1: I didn't buy a beer at the game. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. Fuck that. Uh, We went and had like like a little dinner and I had I had a couple drinks cuz she she doesn't drink anymore so it was good to do that before the game but then when we got there I was like yeah you know what let's just sit and watch the game like we even went to 711 bought like giant waters like beforehand and then brought those in and just enjoyed our time there
0: oh that's nice but there's
1: it, it's weird because like when you're not drinking you notice how much everyone around you was drinking. Yeah. And, like, I was, like, man, it was, like, pretty quiet. Like, everybody's just kind of enjoying, like, oh, you know, good strikeout and all this shit. And then, like, six, seven, eight, nine innings. Like, now all of a sudden everybody's a goddamn comedian. (laughs) And no one says actually anything funny. But they all think that no one heard them the first time. So they say it again. And you're just I'm just like wasn't funny the first time, wasn't funny the second time, maybe shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god. Well, that's
0: that's cool. I'm jealous you got to go see that. Well, got the experience something in person, not jealous that it was a shit show game and terrible yeah. game,
1: but and yeah, then I was hopefully. in back in Wrigley today, you know, just when got vaccinated right next to Wrigley field. So then I hung out again. And of course they fucking couldn't buy a hit. And I was like, I got to go home. This is, <laughs> this is the worst. Oh God. But
0: yeah. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get back into uh, the UC sooner than later. Um,
1: but yeah, I think the Hawks can- are only like one of two teams in that have no plan right now outside of Canada. And probably L.A. And Is California. it L.A.? I probably think it's like, – I, I know fans. Washington was one of the teams that doesn't have any plans for fans at the moment, and Blackhawks were, but um, Anaheim just had announced, like, plans to allow, like, at least, like, a 1,000-something fans recently. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want Shotsby. I thought California would be the last one. I knew I should have wrote it down because I had seen it on – like reddit i think and somebody had made a graph and it showed all the teams that either have plans to or are already allowing fans and like the amount of fans that they're allowing and i I I, I I really i really am pretty sure that it was only like not in the plan to or already have was chicago, washington and canada but I mean, I could be wrong. That's just going off of memory right uh, now. And
0: I and Doors will be open beginning Friday, April 16th. The team yeah. the Vegas Golden Knights. That, wow, that surprises me. I thought yeah.
1: California 40 was going to be a holdout. Well, does it say they're only allowing like a 1,000-something fans, right? Um,
0: Orange Alliance season ticket members will be given top priority to attend the remaining five regular season home games. Um, it doesn't say, like, a number. Uh, but I mean, I'll, like a I'll,
1: I'll take a look and see if I can find it, but I don't know. I doubt it because it was a few days ago. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully, I would love it if the Hawks allowed fans, like, anytime soon, but I think we're just – we're looking at, uh, like, next year.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're – I think Pritzker with his whole – his mindset with everything, I think – The hearts are not, it's not going to be this year.
1: It's, I think it's a phase five thing. Yeah. Because, and unless we get to phase five and then all, and then playoffs hit, and then I'm like, yep, let's go. Like, 100% plus,
0: just (laughs) go for it. And numbers (laughs) are surging again in Chicago, so, or in Illinois. So, I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on.
1: Just these, these motherfuckers can't hold off, you know? Yeah. So, but, yeah, so last time we recorded,
0: we're getting ready for a huge game against Nashville that later that night. Um, it's crazy to think like that. All of a sudden, Nashville is relevant again in this. I thought I had them written off, um, but yeah, now, oh, they they got hot at the right time. Hawks got cold at the wrong time, and they in a must-win game. It was PK not pk jesus christ malcolm suban versus Rene. <laughs> just like we said it was gonna be yep and it was a shit show for the hawks at least
1: yeah i mean they just can't solve the predators it's literally like it this must be what minnesota feels like in the playoffs facing us like yeah. like in <laughs> the early 2010s like it's depressing. Like they, they either play bad, but don't give up much. And then they end up playing better. And then they give up a goal or two and then they lose. And it's just like, I don't, I, at any point, I don't feel like they get like overly dominated by the predators, but they just, we just can't beat them for some reason. Oh, so we lost three. This, this is all the games against them.
0: Three, two in overtime two, one to a shootout. Those are in January. Nothing in February. March, we lost three to one and three to two. Oh well, three to two. That yeah, three to two. That was the last game we were just talking about. Um yeah. And then they got shut out on last Saturday as well. Um, but yeah, that was like tales of two different games. Like the game on Sunday, it was just it was like all Nashville. To uh, bring it powers two fucking goals in so here that's like that is one thing i've wrote down and then he kind of sh- throughout the entire week of these games that like we missed talking about to bring it's just been on another level and yeah i, I want to say wanted to ask you that game against nashville when he gets that first goal and then he just powers his way to
1: get that second goal yeah he, he just decided did, he decided to tie the game it
0: so it was that the moment like is that couldn't potentially be the moment that we look back and be like that is when DeBrinkert entered elite status
1: I could see it that was like, that was that was legit just put put the game on my fucking back let's go and then and then he scores and it's kind of like a look at the team moment and go are we going to fucking win this or no and then they did like, It was like <laughs> it
0: was very much like Kaner. Kaner would do that all the time like yeah, ought to be down. Kaner puts up two points, and just is just like, look, like let's fucking go, like right now, let's knock this shit out. And and they his two goals. I mean, they weren't that far apart, weren't they? It was like less than a minute.
1: No, it was it was very close. I think it was within like a shift or two.
0: Yeah, so seven thirty-five in the third, and nine twenty-five in the third.
1: Yeah, so like two minutes. Yeah, it was in. It was crazy. And then. It was just so upsetting because they not too long after that they gave up the game winner. Just, yeah, goddamn Roman Yossi just showing why he's walk, like he a walks, Norse trophy he walked, he walked winner. A lot of guys
0: too to get in there for that goal, but he's so good. He's so good. He's like He's one of those guys. Like he's getting like for me. Like Datsuk, I love Datsuk. I loved watching him play, but I can never appreciate him because he was a Red Wing. Like Yossi is one of those guys where he's like he's so good, but it's like I can't like appreciate him because he's a fucking predator.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the issue with that. Like uh, I like I like Tarasenko, but yeah, not a, not enough to say like more that's than that. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. That sucks. But then they end up playing Carolina.
0: And this was another game. Like it's so talking about these five games real quick too. It's like you saw every phase that the Hawks can be in. You have Nashville. The Nashville game was playing like shit and almost coming back. This first Carolina game was just a pure dominance team, like a good team win. Like they showed that they they were contender. They showed that they could
1: be a top playoff team in this division. Yeah, I mean Doc ended up getting his first assist or his first point. Believe. DeBrinket gets another goal because he just that's he's, that's all he's going to do. He's he's just going to get points from now on
0: and the power play too.
1: Yeah, Lekkinen looked great. Thirty one saves he made on the thirty two. Yeah, Lincoln is just—he's so gonna be—he's gonna be so fucking good. I'm so glad we set—we have ourselves a Finnish goaltender. Right? <laughs> They're always so good. Like, prove me wrong. <laughs> Finnish goalies—once they make it to the show, they do great. Yeah, I mean, not
0: also—not always for a long period of time, but I mean, they—they they get stuff done. Niemi.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cup. I'm glad you brought up Niami. so we'll talk about him later. Okay, I got a question for you about that. Shit.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, good, good team win. Um, two-one win over Carolina. Then they come back a day late. What two days later they drop four-three to Carolina. Um, yep. I'm- honest, I missed that game, so I don't remember much on that one.
1: Yeah, I was working that game, so I didn't get to see anything. I so, yeah, we'll just gotten a chance to check the highlights yet. But I mean, Brandon Hagel still got he got a Gino Doc, Dylan Strom's putting up goals ever since he became a dad. Was this the yeah? Was this
0: his first game back?
1: No, this was so the last game was his dad. He, it and... was, it was that Sun. Was it the Sunday? Yeah, 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 you're right. Sunday. Versus Nashville, he's put up like three goals since he's been back in the in the four games.
0: Got to bust out that dad strength. Yeah. Like, come on. Kubelik um, with another one. Hagel getting that COVID protocol bump.
1: Yeah, I was I was saying in our group chat that Hagel's going to get the COVID bump like to bring it, He's going to end up turning into Conor McDavid. It's going to be fantastic.
0: Oh, my God. And we'll talk about Connor McDavid in a little bit, too. Yeah. Um yeah, that one just it looks like it just it just got it was a hard fought game. It just got away from them. Um who was a net for that one? Lincoln
1: against Carolina. I I think Lincoln's played every game every game since that Sunday because I I know he didn't played notice. yesterday or Tuesday. Um second game versus Carolina is Lincoln, yeah, yeah pretty sure he's played every single one and you know what's fucking funny to me at this point now is like not too long ago lincoln and like cockney were like tied for like calder trophy like third right now yeah but it's kind of shit because lincoln has been the fucking starter and Kakanen's just been the backup like he's been putting up good numbers and he's been really good too but like He's on I mean I can notice it way more because he's in my fantasy team, but he sits out like four or five games at a fucking time.
0: Lincoln is doing more consistently.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. It, at the at this point, Lincoln has played like almost what 26 games. Oh it's gotta be close. And Kokkenan's played like 17 or no, like 16 or some shit. Like it's not Lincoln it's like 48 games. A, there's a huge difference in their games played. And then people are like, oh, Kakanen's way better. It's like, yeah, you have a much smaller sample size. And plus, he plays the second game in a back to back. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, Lincoln is playing the, fir- like, the first game when guys are fresh. Like, fuck out of here with that shit.
0: Oh, I agree. 100%. Um,
1: I'll take Kakanen then- all day anyway. Oh, yeah. But, but he's still going to back up Lincoln, and I'll tell you that. There's a whole. <laughs>
0: No, one hundred percent agree. Um, yeah, he's had twenty eight games played right now too. So,
1: Lincoln, yeah, yeah, he'll probably, and he'll
0: probably be twenty nine. He'll probably be what sixteen games left. He'll probably be thirty five. No, he'll probably
1: he's gonna be up there with, with the starting he, goalies for sure. Because you know, like,
0: I bet you he plays thirteen on the sixteen.
1: I don't see why not, man. Like he's playing fantastically. Like even in these losses, like they're they're very close games and like that's the thing with him it's always been close games there's been a lot of um games that look like blowouts but it's been like two fucking empty netters and shit but, yeah and it's just, it's just night and day
0: too it's just watching him it's like the confidence that team feels like it's a different team completely different team watching them play with lincoln in net and with suban in that
1: yeah it's, and, it's like having Crawford in that versus anyone you know, else. Forsberg. <laughs> Forsberg, oh, my God, yeah.
0: You ruined that guy. Did you see he – so he's on Ottawa now, and he was playing mm-hmm. the other day against Winnipeg, and he had his Winnipeg pad still?
1: Yep. Because they haven't like, updated him yet? Also, is tied for fourth most games played in the league right now for goalies.
0: Yeah, and he'll, he'll,
1: he'll probably get 40-plus. Yeah, I think so. He's got he's man, he is for a rookie putting up a nine eighteen two six nine. Connor Hellebuck has a nine eighteen right now, too. And he's played only a couple more games to him. Where it was for if it wasn't for that kid, oh I always
0: forget his name. He's on my fantasy team too, from Minnesota.
1: Kokinen? Or no oh, Kaprizov. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, I think Lincoln and should yeah, walking
0: away with the rookie.
1: Yeah, Capo Kokkinen has 18 games played, so he has 10 less games, and he only has a 9.20. And fucking Minnesota fans want to so be like, he's so much better. He's so Eat a great. dick. Like I said, he fucking plays the the second game in a fucking back to back. Like, get out of here,
0: cool Minnesota. You got two exciting young players. Grow up. You're not good.
1: Also, you play in the, one of the worst divisions like, the, was, like he he literally <laughs> he just gets his dick kicked in by colorado and vegas and then probably beats everybody else yeah i did not i was shocked with how bad that division turned out to be thanks st louis i'm so glad <laughs> um, i think yeah. they're out of a playoff spot right now by the way so that's fantastic oh. Um, yeah so then really quick going back to that
0: predators game um, (laughs) yeah tangent
1: over let's go back
0: yeah three nothing um the three nothing loss this is a rare game that the hawks were just completely dominant and just could not get anything going this goes back to what we talked about a couple weeks ago which is about puck luck being a real thing um saros is just he's like another guy he's on another level um yeah he stops 41 shots. Hots put 41 shots to Nashville's 21. Like, there was just nothing that they could have done, I think, to make that – I mean, unless – yeah, I don't even know. Pacarine you know, Saros gets hurt. Pacarine comes in. Maybe then the Hawks put
1: something up. But that was – Saros – that was a Saros win for Nashville there. Yeah, man. He's He's a monster. Also, Finnish goalie, by the way. Yep, they have two finished goalies, and it's kind of not fair. <laughs> I also, I think, what he's like six five or some shit too. He's he, no, he's five eleven. He's not even fucking six foot. Oh, oh my god, is the tall one. Yeah, I thought you. Well, the U C Saros looks way bigger than than he plays eleven. Like he just plays like a big guy. Like he's been, he's been in such a good spot to like grow into the starter because. They've had this natural transition of, like, Pecorine and UC Saros, like, kind of, like, Pecorina played so much, and Soros played little, and then it just, like, kind of, like, slowly, like, switched, and they kind of had the perfect age to, like, do that swap. And it's just like, God damn, man. So, like he, he was gradually allowed to get more and more and more games and grow into, like, being a starter, and he's, he's fucking good.
0: And you fucking know what's still infuriating about this, too? They still have Asgarov.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see. we'll see. He might be a bust. He couldn't uh, hold on to a stick in Junior, so who cares? Also, fuck that. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Dude, he's not. Him. He's not finished. So I don't care. I don't
0: care. <laughs> I wanted that guy so bad. I wanted him to fall. Goddamn! If we would have just not won against Edmonton in the playoffs last year, we yeah. Thanks have Edmonton
1: won. for Caner. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah.
0: And then Tuesday night we put up a four-two win over Dallas. Um. To Brink it was just another absolute fucking snipe.
1: Yeah. Too. Oh. Like, My god. I definitely watched that highlight because that was sick. In and out um, with the quickness.
0: So he right this season so far he's got an 18% shooting percentage, which was the same as the year that he put up 41.
1: Didn't he have 42? I think it was 41. I'm positive it was 42. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not positive. Oh my god. Pretty sure. You want to bet? Yeah, what do you want to bet? I don't know. <laughs> you gotta figure it out real quick before I find out, because I I'm pretty sure he went 28-42. Was it 41? 28-41, okay. 18, and he's at 20 right now. Yeah, he's already surpassed last year's goal total in
0: way fewer games. He's shooting 17.9. Okay, so my stats a little bit off.
1: Yeah, we round up. That's why we. That's why I said 42.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just man.
1: Yeah, he's good. He's, he's not gonna good. be anything without Dylan Strom or Connor McDavid.
0: Yeah, fuck that. Oh, what? Connor McDavid's gonna be asking me to be traded so he can play with the Brinket, so he can get his numbers up. <laughs> so Connor McDavid <laughs> get his numbers
1: up. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah so like i said before, like weeks ago it he's got the sickest fucking stick like he's everywhere and he will steal the puck from everybody and i don't think anybody notices it enough because he steals that shit and then has just time in the zone and ends up just sniping and I know the stat doesn't matter. Like
0: I hate this stat, but he's also plus ten on the year.
1: I mean, it's good in a, in a sense. Like if your team's not meant to be good, like that means like your line's doing great. Also, Doc scored his first goal yeah, this season. Yeah, if you want to mention you, that. Oh no, yeah, yeah.
0: But real quick, because we're, we're still talking about the it though. Like yeah, Selkie, That's like the best defensive or offensive forward or
1: best defensive forward. Yeah.
0: Do you think he should get looked at for that?
1: Uh, I think he should, but I don't think he will. That's like, I, at least not this year, if he keeps doing that shit, I think eventually at some point in his career, but like, I feel like right now I'm the only one that notices it because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't hear anybody ever say anything about how to is it is like so good on the forecheck. Doc's also fantastic on the porcheck, but it always has his stick everywhere, and he gets a piece of a lot of shit. And I, I mean, let's start the campaign like it for Selkie like all day.
0: Get, sulky cat
1: Selkie cat, Selkie <laughs> cat. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's a there's actually a couple first this game. So Kirby got his first goal.
0: Kirby scores. Kubali gets his 13th.
1: Great. But Hinnestroza gets his first first assist on his first,
0: second run with the Blackhawks.
1: <laughs> yeah, he gets yeah, his, we his are... first point one in his first game back. We
0: probably could have talked about that too before this game. Yeah, Hinnestroza gets picked up again
1: for Brandon Manning. Um, no. No. Was it Manning? Morrison? Morrison. Brad Morrison? Brad Morrison. Brandon Manning, <laughs> who, did, who, isn't it Brad Morrison? You fucking freaking me doesn't out. matter.
0: He doesn't play for the fucking Hawks anymore. So it was irrelevant. it was in
1: the sod trade. You're killing me right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm going crazy. Brad Morrison. Yeah, because Brandon Manning was the guy we got for, or the guy we traded to Edmonton for Kajua. Yeah, well, you know what. They both have a lot of in common.
0: They're not on the Haunts anymore, so they're, they're irrelevant as shit. So who gives yeah. a thought who they are?
1: Well, I'm pretty glad that we just took, like, a toss-in name from the Colorado trade that we got with off and then we ended up turning into Vinny Nostroza again. He apparently only played ten games this year with uh, – or nine games this year with Florida. He plays one game with us and gets an assist right away.
0: Yeah, I was talking with uh, Rossi about that, and he was saying that he – when he played, he he showed like a lot of pop. He just couldn't carve his his spot on the roster down there. It was like that that team was just they're so good right now, and like they have the right guys in the right spot. And like he was just that that odd man out. He was like that thirteen
1: forward all the time. Um, so. Yeah, man, that's that's fucking hard. I mean, that's kind of what Lucas Walmart became, and then like that's why he got like put through waivers.
0: Yeah, it was like this is one of those things that it's like, I don't hate it, I don't love it. I'm like, it's it's a decent move. It's we
1: didn't give up anything, really. Yeah, we didn't give mind. up
0: anything. It's a guy's on a cheap contract. Like, I mean, he's up at the year, he's he's on one of those he's fighting for his career essentially. Like, he's had a couple down seasons, so he's fighting to find a good spot. Um, essentially playing for a contract for next year. Um, so he's got a lot a lot to prove. Um he's I was gonna say he knows the system, but he wasn't here with
1: Colton. But he's but he's young enough. Yeah, he's familiar with the guys and all that. Like, he's, he's not fast. he's he's not like a proven player. He's 27. He's been fighting for roster spots, so it's not like he's he's stuck in his ways. Like, if the whole team's going with what Colton's going with, I think he's gonna be a pretty. Pretty easy going to like fit into that. Like, I mean, if anything, like we can, we have plenty of guys that can slot in. It's just like, I like Hinestroza a little bit better.
0: Yeah.
1: As an option. He, like, when he was on the Hawks, he's always fucking hustling. Yeah. He is a, he's always backs. fucking going hard. And like, I loved that about him. But then he ended up getting tossed into the Hosa trade. Yeah. Hosa, Osterly, and Hinestroza for. McKenzie Entwistle And I just love that. Space. <laughs> Osterly and Henestrosa played in the CPHL
0: the night before they got traded. And oh, yeah. I, I, I was, ta- I even like, was kind of talking to them a little bit. I was like, Oh, you guys excited. He goes, yeah, you know, this team's, you know, feeling good, you know, finally gelling out there and like, you know, ready to go. And then the next day the trailer goes, <laughs> I get straight. And I was like, Oh, and then Henestrosa comes back the following. week, still plays in the CPHL. And they wouldn't even let him dress in the locker room, the Haunt's locker room. Like, Oh, my God. Yeah, they had all of his stuff, like, waiting for him, like, pulled out and all that kind of stuff. He had to go grab it, walk to, like, the the other – the mission locker room. Like a
1: fucking shame walk? Yeah,
0: it was ridiculous. Oh,
1: my God. But – yeah,
0: he had to peel off. They made it they like they were peeling off the Hawk stickers off his helmet and everything. It was so
1: crazy. That's so upsetting, especially as like a Chicago native. Right, like, <laughs> like you wanna... no longer wanted kid. Get out of here. But
0: this was a good game because it was kind of like the future is now, old man. Uh doc scores, Kubo scores. To bring yes. The
1: break the scores.
0: Yes. And then Kane's like, you know, fuck you guys. And he I'll puts get, an empty I'll netter I'll get
1: the empty netter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he had I a just,
1: nice.
0: Did he? I don't know if he scored it or he had like a nice assist on the goal that got waved off like a minute into it. I
1: didn't see it since I was at the Cubs game. But I when I watched the doc highlight, they were saying that. This one actually counts. So I was like, "Oh, they must have fucking disallowed yeah, a goal." They,
0: yeah, they they scored like a minute into it because I got the notification on my phone that it got disallowed. Um, but yeah, like it was just they they were buzzing. They're having they're looking good. Um, a couple bat you know, they kind of let the foot off the gas a little bit going into the third. They started the third off on a power play and they let up a shorthanded handed goal. Um, Shorties are gonna kill. Yeah. And then they let up, or who scored that last one for them? Um, was it Radic Fox? How do you say? Foxa.
1: Radic Foxa.
0: Yeah.
1: That, that guy. Yeah.
0: Scores another one and kind of got a little like, oh shit, here we go. They stopped playing in the third, or classic, like, you know, 40 minute game. And then the last 20 minutes, they can't do it. But they kind of. St- just tied everything up defensively, and it was a, it was a good win. It was a it was a must needed win. Um, looking at the standings here real quick after that, Nashville won that night too, so it was definitely a must needed win. They are two points behind Nashville for the last playoff spot. They both have forty games played, um sixteen
1: games left to go. What um, if? Uh, Nat- what if us and Nashville just catch Tampa, and Tampa misses out? I mean, they're not playing great hockey right now. They're, they're playing- on a two-game losing streak right yeah. now.
0: Yeah, they're five and five in their last ten. <sighs> Trash. Columbus is kind of coming back a little bit. They're at thirty-eight points. Dallas. It's like I don't Columbus know. is
1: three-six and one in their last ten. The problem is that we're four-six and zero in our last yeah. time. <laughs> But, I
0: mean, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, the way we're playing and the way, like, these other guys, if they can start – all they have to do is get hot a little bit. Like, Nashville – Nashville's 8-2 in their last 10.
1: Yeah, they they definitely caught fire once they got, like, some guys back. I know Yossi was hurt for a bit, and so was Saros, And Ellis was hurt for a bit. I don't know if he might still be hurt, but they had a decent amount of guys out. Plus, like, Duchesne. I don't even – I think Duchesne might still be out, too. They were struggling it sucks i just like please just stop let us go yeah. <laughs> but but like like we were talking about all of march like that was our that was going to be our toughest month that was literally so many games against the top 3 teams in our division and now we're playing more games against the guys below us and it's like Dallas, I mean,
0: Dallas has got a lot of games in hand. Well, not a lot, but they got four, I think, in hand. Three on the Hawks, four on the division, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm not worried about Dallas, though. Yeah,
0: I just, I'm not worried about them. Detroit, you know, pff,
1: no. <laughs> um, Dallas so, just has is, is, is been a disappointment, but, like, it's understandable they're because they're Sagan. missing Sagan and they're missing Bishop and –
0: it's not I think Ben's been out for a little bit too, here and there. Ben
1: Jamie Ben is no longer a fucking Hart Trophy winner. He's he's not. He's basically just a power forward that can put up maybe thirty points. I might be saying the wrong thing because I don't fucking know how many points he's put up recently. But I honestly, he's fully he's, he, no one. No one fucking grabs him in fantasy like. He's Nick. He's, cons- he's like, consistently he's, like rated way higher than he should be.
0: He's a fan. Of, he's a he's a he's a leadership guy. He is. Is a feel good leadership type of guy. Like he likes to get the boys going and all that, but he's not going to put points up for you anymore.
1: Yeah, like, oh my god, he's on somebody's fantasy team.
0: <laughs> I think Stu picked him up.
1: Yeah, he did. Yeah, but, <laughs> he's got he's got eighteen points right now. I don't, know. I don't know man I know Columbus he had, is, he, had, he had 39 points last year yeah like so maybe he's maybe he's still in the 50 point range but he's not like a point per game player by any means
0: I'm saying Detroit Dallas they're done I don't I think they're I don't see them doing anything Columbus I I feel like they're done but I'm also like this team is a team well, that can they could turn it up if they wanted to. And the
1: funny thing is you're saying Dallas is done, but Columbus can still turn it up, but Dallas has a better win percentage. I think, uh, Colum- uh, no, I think,
0: I think Columbus <laughs> has the pieces where if they get
1: hot. What, if Patrick Matthew, Laine decides he wants to start scoring yeah, goals? Exactly.
0: Yeah. Matthew Laine is, let's watch the Brinkett highlights. And it's like, oh, shit, I can do that, too. <laughs>
1: Just imagine Patrick Alane fucking sitting in, at home just going, man, this Dabrinkit guy is pretty good. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I could be like him one day. Like I'm saying, though, like I just – there's just – I don't know.
0: I can't really explain Like I feel like the guys with that underdog story that Columbus has been the last couple of years, like that nobody expects them to win and nobody expects them to be in the playoffs and do what they've done type of thing. I think they still have that, that general core together still. That I think if they get hot at the right time and Hawks, we continue to do this win one, lose one, lose two, you know, type of thing. And Nashville has all the potential in the world to get cold and, and go back to what we saw at the beginning of the season. Like, you yeah. Know, and it's like with the trade deadline coming up, who knows what, who's going to be buyers and sellers at this point? Like, it's a, yes, weird, it's a weird year for this trade deadline and for teams to pick up pieces and, and all that. Is
1: Nashville peaking too soon? You know?
0: Potentially, yeah.
1: Just I wish the Hawks could put a, like, a string of games together where they win like four or five in a row. That would be amazing. And I think this is the month to actually put that together. Like, it would be great. They play Dallas again tomorrow
0: Yeah.
1: or today when this comes out. They play Columbus twice. They play Detroit twice. And then they probably lose to Nashville.
0: <laughs> like this, you're you're 100% right. Like, if they have to win, probably all but two of those. Like, like I think they can only afford two losses out of all of those.
1: They, I don't think they really can because then they play Nashville three times next – or the week after next. So, you're saying they need to win every single one of those games? It would be – it would put them in such a great position if they beat Nashville – Beat Columbus twice and beat Detroit twice. They put a statement down, put ten points on the fucking board. We're ten points up, and then I'm pretty. Let's see, like Nashville. I think they have a tougher, like a tougher schedule these next two weeks. If we put up ten points and Nashville puts up two, and we put a little separation between us, that'd be fantastic. Put it, well, let me click on Nashville right now. <laughs> is it realistic though, like I don't. I'm not saying it's realistic. I'm saying that's what we need to do. Right. We haven't put up, like, a four-game or five-game winning streak, I'm pretty sure, this whole season. It's always been, like, two or three, one loss. So,
0: Nashville has – they have Detroit tonight. Then they have Tampa. Tampa, Dallas, Tampa, Carolina, Carolina, and then the three against us, and then they wrap up April with Florida. That's a hard – I mean, that's hard.
1: So, oh, they have six games. We have five. If if we win all five and they win three, we're up two points, and then that's great because it's it's going to be fucking really rough going into playing Nashville three games two weeks from now or three weeks from now or whatever it is and being down against them, you know? Yeah. Like this is why we, we need to win these fucking games coming up. So all right. The team how it is right now. blanket and starts every game. <laughs> I I I wouldn't doubt it. I would hope so. Like, but,
0: there's no back to backs coming up. So all right. So this team right now, how they're playing right now, how you see them pre deadline. We're not even gonna talk about if they make a move at the deadline or that.
1: Yeah, what's the deadline? The twelfth. The twelfth. So that's
0: Monday. Oh fuck. Um. So looking at what you're seeing now, you have to make a call. Are is this a playoff team? All right, like, and don't be a homer. Like, legitimate le- as a hockey, a hockey fan. Somebody will call you a hockey reporter. You know, hockey mm. podcaster. Is this a playoff team?
1: Legitimately, as is. Uh, I think so. I think they are because when you look at the games that they've lost, they haven't been very many, like, actual blowouts. They've been in, like, a, like besides, like, the first couple games of the season and, like, another one or two versus Tampa, like, a few weeks ago, like, beginning of March, they're, they haven't been blowouts. Like, they've been in every single game, and they – either just can't buy a goal or they lose it late. And I think that if, even if they're not a playoff team, they're literally not even knocking on the door. They're like literally opening the door to being a playoff team. Like they're about to step in. So I think that they have a, they have a good chance of making it, but I don't know about making it far.
0: So you like would that's put, that's, you a, put,
1: that's a that's a Lincoln in thing if they make it far.
0: You're putting the more on the contenders. If you had to put contender for pretender, you're leaning more towards contender.
1: Yeah, okay, that's fair. What about you? What do you think?
0: I don't know. I'm I'm torn because I'd like to think, and I had to have, when I was thinking about this earlier, I'm like I had to remind myself like I told you, unbiased, don't be a Homer, and all that kind of stuff. But it's like the pieces are there. Yeah. I don't think personally, I don't think this is a playoff team this season. In this division? I don't think so.
1: Okay. I think that you think they come in fifth at least, or you think yeah, they're, I think they're yeah, no, yeah. You think they're just they're just sitting sitting outside the party with their hands in their pockets? Yep. Yeah. Just kicking
0: kicking dirt, wishing, you know, hey, that looked like a lot of fun in there. Like, yeah.
1: Maybe we should have got a first round pick record? for somebody,
0: but uh, damn, that sucks. But I'm thinking like they, ha- I'm feeling a lot better about this team. If any- anything that's I've learned from this season or this is talking about this team is that I'm feeling a lot better about where this team's going in the next three years. Yeah, I you know my biggest concern about this team after last year was just kind of like it felt like there was no direction in what this team was doing. Like, yeah, we made it to the playoffs and all that kind of stuff. And we beat Edmonton and all that, you know, we got to Vegas for the playoffs last year, but it still was like, all right, cool, but you know what? You did that in a in a weird year, a lucky kind of bubble yeah. situation type of theme. It's also
1: you you play Vegas and you're like, Oh, there's a clear difference between these teams. 100 percent Because it was it was a five game series where Vegas won four and Crawford won one. I'm kind
0: of treating this like oh eight oh nine Blackhawks. Okay. I can see like that. They you 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 you're seeing that new core. We're seeing the guys that are gonna be I don't know that okay, maybe not the new core, but we're 07, seeing 07-08, yeah. Because oh eight oh yeah,
1: nine they still went to the playoffs yeah, you're right. and lost to Detroit. <laughs> oh,
0: you're, you're right. Um so but it's like you're seeing the guys that are gonna make up the new core, yeah you're seeing who's going to be involved for the next three to five years with his windows open. It's opening up, you know, where it's getting extended with Lincoln and it's getting extended with, you know, Boquist has really turned it around this this I mean, second half. Yeah, Kane's season.
1: being Kane still. And, you
0: know, our defense is looking great because you still got to think uh, that Wyatt. Um, Kalnick, Kalanick has been looking great. Yeah, he's been, he's been drawn to the lineup a lot. He's been looking good. Um, you guys will figure. You got Ian Mitchell, who's down in Rockford, who's just probably more trying to like you know figure it out a little bit. Oh, um, he's just marinating. Yeah, he's, he's getting, getting
1: he's getting nice and juicy. He's getting Bolden, ready. Odin. Yeah. um
0: zadorov
1: zadorov or Zdoroff. God,
0: why don't you keep calling him? Zadaroff? I don't
1: know. You call him zadorov or Zadaroff and it makes me fucking laugh inside all the time.
0: <laughs> zadorov. Why
1: do I do that? But speaking of Zdoroff, I a hello. Little- little clip come out recently oh yeah so funny
0: don't fuck fucking touch my goalie again what are you gonna do do it do it
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i know exactly what you're talking about though like the team the team is prepped for the next few years like to make a good run with the guys that we have we just need growth
0: yeah we just they need to just take that and like i said like Holliton is this guy like he is a, I for starting to see him? He's as advertised as what I originally saw him when he got brought on to Coach Rockford. Like he is going to be the guy that's going to develop this next generation of Black Hawk player to take this team back to their winning ways and you know and just dominate. And it's happening. Like it's it's so awesome watching this and it's like laughing. There's like times where it's like we just dummy these teams and it's just like it's hilarious to me because it's like we're not even supposed to be doing that this yet. Yeah, (laughs) everything happens, like, so soon. Yeah, but, I mean, you never know. Like, again, it's a weird situation. It's a shortened season. Would they keep this up if it was 82? Uh, Who knows? You know, you'd like to think so, but who knows what it would be like if it was a full 82-game season. But, yeah, I just – I don't think they're a playoff team this year. I think they are – they're so – like you said, they are so close on that bubble. Like, it's – it's
1: so damn close that they're one or two pieces, I think, away. And I think I, it could come down to like the last game of the season, yeah. If they make one it or, or not, yeah. And like that's that's the kind of shit. Well, there, where like you you don't know how the the schedulers like paint it so perfectly, where it's like this team needs a fucking point in overtime to make it to the playoffs. And it's like, they're down by one and they pull their goalie with like five minutes left. Cause they're like, I don't fucking care if we lose, we need a fucking goal and yeah. get a fucking point. It's like
0: <laughs> that, that was
1: crazy cool. ass hockey there.
0: That was like Philly in 2010. Yeah. They made it, was, it on the last day in a shootout against the Rangers and they go all the way to the final to lose. Well,
1: to them. We ended up making it like the year after, like by the skin of our teeth because minnesota or something yeah. lost in the last game of the year and then we're like all right we're we snuck in number eight <laughs> yeah. and then we went on to play fucking vancouver into a seven game series it's just like that's
0: fun that's fun hockey to watch
1: yeah it's Playoff crazy to that when especially when it comes down to teams that are like it doesn't matter your team already won that's cool but it's like your team's in the playoffs as long as that other team loses and you're like, Oh my fucking God, we have no control over this at yeah. this point. And you're like, Oh, Jesus Christ. It's some, it's the craziest shit. It's I too, cause then
0: it's like, it's like you have, it's like the, it's like sports betting too. Like here's why mm-hmm. I'm it's like, cause it's like, yeah, it's a, that game has nothing to do with your team and anything like your team has nothing to do with that. But you have this extra interest now because whatever this fucking team does,
1: it affects you guys. Yeah, speaking hey. of sports betting, DraftKings. Yeah, DraftKings. <laughs> That's but, hilarious.
0: Yeah, thpn uh, oh, promo code.
1: What up? Hey, what's up? Let's know if you forget. We'll remind you.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I was gonna say, speaking of uh, Rockford, huh? Yeah. Hawk. Big big news today. Which I was weird because I thought
0: I remember hearing about this a couple weeks ago. I thought it was already finalized, and then I saw the announcement was coming today. So that was weird, but. Blackhawks officially are now owners of the Rockford IceHogs.
1: Yeah, it only costs like eleven million dollars. I believe it's it. like eleven point two. Yeah, I believe that. And um, then and then they signed a f- or it's got a fifteen year lease to keep them in Rockford. Yeah, that BMO. So three. you're welcome, Rockford.
0: <laughs> I wonder how fast will they move.
1: like right when they right when like what is it twenty thirty six comes up. Yeah. But and they find them a better place to be than Rockford, Illinois.
0: Yeah, it's always like I wish they there wasn't so much drama between them and the Wolves. Yeah. That would have been cool. But um, so yeah, here's some of the stuff or like the agreement with it. The agreement includes a 15 year lease agreement with the BMO Harris Bank Center, um, which will keep the ice hogs in Rockford until at least 2036. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 11.3, $11.8 million for Blackford oh, okay. Area Venues Entertainment. So basically, they bought everything with that. Um, they're now the 21st NHL team to own their own AHL affiliate, and this also includes Seattle on in that number. Oh, wow. Um, they have pledged $23 million there's a 23 million and renovations million plan for the yeah. arena and that's what I thought they were
1: going to do they're, they're going to like renovate and everything so that's going to be great for the the IceHogs guys if they're going to renovate the stadium because I'm sure they're going to add like all sorts of like equipment and training and all sorts of shit like that so and it's
0: yeah, so basically concrete's going to be repaired foundation repaired, ice floor
1: repaired um, have you ever been to a game at Rockford? Yeah. A long time ago. Oh my God. It's hilarious. Yeah. The, the announcer will say women left in the period and everybody yells out. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I was That's like the, the first game, the first period. funniest thing. I'm so confused i confused, so out, What the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But just, oh my God, it's the, it's the best.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's, it's really cool that, you know, the, it's the Hawks have invested a lot. Of, I mean, a lot have come out of Rockford, so it's cool to keep that legacy going with them. Um, Yeah. I'm I'm just curious to see if there's any gonna be any like major changes with that or if it's just gonna kind of be business as usual.
1: Just Rocky owns it now. Yeah. Now it's called the Rocky Words Hogs. <laughs> 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 oh
0: man. And other news, Black Hawk news. <sighs> yeah, baby.
1: Speaking of clowns. The fucking <laughs> oh, sure. the tactician. The genius himself. Stan Bowman, he's Olympic USGM. Team USA. He gets to put his fingers all over that team. Thank
0: God for him there's no salary cap, and he doesn't have to worry about giving out known movement clauses.
1: I think the problem, that, like we talked about this before, I think the problem is the fact that he's not going to get his Euro scouts to fucking get a European players to play for the USA team. <laughs> That's the worst part, man. He's got I
0: mean, Kane, De and Kubelik spent uh pencil in that first line. Can't do yeah. that, man. Yeah. Why? Kubelik tell my guy, you know, he's good. Nope. Can't do that. He's
1: good. He's got we're getting him a USA citizenship. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, nah, it'll he's, be interesting. I mean Yeah. I I do you think De had a chance at being on team USA? And if you didn't think he had a chance, do you think he has a better chance with Bowman being on there? Or do you think he has a worse chance because Bowman doesn't want to be like no, he's so, got a better chance.
0: 100% has a better chance. Think better I, chance? Think, I think, I think he's, he's made a point
1: to oh, have a great chance. He, on being he definitely,
0: I think, was going to be considered. Yeah. I think he was probably – you could probably pencil him in at that fourth line or, like, you know, uh what, 13th forward type of guy.
1: Yeah, not to mention he got snubbed from the Team USA fucking junior like, – what was it junior olympics oh my god juniors world juniors there we go that's gonna be something okay
0: not today but episode this summer we gotta like build our own team usa's and we'll compare them just oh just-
1: yeah
0: we, we should do it for like, the olympics let's build our own olympic teams
1: yes yeah okay that is? Know that the- is he not the gm of the uh, olympic team or what is he the is he the gm of the World Cup is that what it is? I don't know what we're talking no, about. I'm
0: talking about like so we should like let's build yes. our our if we were GMS who would we yeah. have Team USA who so we, we were
1: Stan Bowman yes yeah yeah but That's you just point. said you made it confusing because when you said the the Olympics isn't that what he's
0: doing we should do like Canada too we should make our Canadian oh <laughs> oh oh oh
1: yeah okay yeah
0: yeah just build the Olympics.
1: Build the Olympics. I'm going to fucking make all the other teams terrible. USA is all the (laughs) way, baby. We're going to build it.
0: We're going to put it in NHL 21, and then we're going to sim it.
1: Just like fantasy. Yeah. That (laughs) went well. It did. Spent like 10 hours doing that. It's great.
0: So does that mean it's like all for sure that the US or NHL is back in it?
1: I would hope so. I don't know. Like. I mean, actually, if it's not, guess what? Guess where Bowman's getting his players? Yeah. Europe. Yep. Guess where his scouts are the best? Europe. Team USA all the way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. So. All right. Anything else for Hawk Talk? Uh, I don't know. Is Bo- Wait, is Ben Smith in American? I, don't I can't remember. Um, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he's playing in Europe. Just go scout Ben Smith. Bring him over back at Team USA. All right. was this uh question you had about Niami is that, how it's not that not yet not yet it's oh, not okay yet.
0: all right so NHL talk um we're a little bit late on this but <laughs>
1: what the fuck is going on? We're Su- superstars oh, decided to go violent last week
0: <laughs> you got prison McDavid and prison Mc- uh, McKinnon
1: yeah. now <laughs> just going s- fucking street rules out here.
0: Jesus so McDavid uh through a giant elbow
1: late elbow on who was that you want to try his name no because i don't even know who it is just Je- is uh jesper uh jesper right kaka niemi yeah yeah which okay he, people are talking about like McDavid you, being like
0: so like oh mcdavid started getting like you know cheap shots and all this <laughs> So you go after a like not Mc, like a mcdavid type you know finesse player like a it, young finesse player, you're gonna go after him. You're not gonna go after one of the goons.
1: It's literally one of like the tiniest guys on their team. Jesus like, Christ! He, I, I'm pretty sure the kid's still 18 years old. Like that, he's the same as like how Sam Bennett was 18 years old for like six sure. years. Yeah. Like Cocky was drafted like three years ago. He he's still 18. It's it's it's, it's crazy. Of,
0: is he like a bust territory yet, or is he still too young? No, no,
1: no, no, no. He just had a, he had some down. Some down years, but it's also, I think he was just drafted too high. He's like a decent player. But last year during the playoffs, like him and Nick Suzuki were like he, the shit.
0: Yeah. He got set down for a little bit too.
1: Yeah. That's also because Montreal didn't know what the fuck they were doing.
0: Yeah. He was born in two, he was the first NHL player. I think
1: that born in 2000. Yeah. yeah. To make the show. Yeah. That's true. Okay. So he's 21. Boom. That made it easier. <laughs> He <laughs> looks like Christ.
0: he's fucking fourteen, though. I'm looking at his picture.
1: Not to mention like birth years, but like when I was at the Cubs game yesterday, when they showed like guys' birth years, it was like Chris Bryan It was born in like '92, and I was like, originally I was like, oh, he's only like 18. <laughs> like, oh wait, no, he's like 28. <laughs> like, like he's about to be like 30 or some shit like that. I don't fucking know.
0: God. So McDavid throwing bows out there, $5,000 fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? The guy makes twelve million a year base salary in the NHL, not to mention fucking advertisements, and you could throw him a five k fucking like fine for elbowing. Are and you who, shitting me?
0: And then who did it? Like a couple Chandler years Stevenson.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Vegas didn't he get suspended for three games? Yeah, he's actually I told you. I told you they have a they have a list of of qualifications for the suspension, and it's like, did he elbow the guy? he did. It's like, okay, not looking too good. Is he a superstar player? He is. Looks better for you now, McDavid. Chandler, not so good. <laughs> it's just like intent to injure? No. It's okay. It's still looking better. It's just like, well, McDavid, you get a $5,000 fine, uh, Stevenson, because no one knows who you are outside of Vegas. Um, You get suspended. Sorry. Sorry, son. Like, Are you fucking kidding me?
0: Yeah, and then what was it this next day nathan mckinnon yeah there's like a gets in a scrum with um i don't know who you got i think not remember who it was gets in a Ooh, whatever, scrum with somebody yeah. he pulls the guy's helmet off and then goes and like fucking dale gribble and king of the hill pocket <laughs> sand but with the fucking helmet throws the helmet at him and just jumps the
1: guy <laughs> oh my god yeah i love i love the fucking dale gribble reference there I'm like, like- god like what the fuck? Yeah, fucking really? <laughs> <Back his> sand. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know why McDavid decided to just go underhand softball with that shit. But like, McKinnon. oh Mc, McDa- yeah McKinnon, they both max. Back. Doesn't matter. But it's just, it was day like the next day. You're just like, fuck is going on right now. Oh,
0: my. No, it was even funnier, too. It kind of reminded me also, like, you know, when, when you're playing dodgeball in school, when you have two balls, you toss one up to, like, kind of get them to go to catch it. Then you just whip the other one. Dude, at them.
1: that's legit the little Nicky yeah. <laughs> when he's in the pillow fight. He throws it up in the air and then hits him in the face. It's the best. Oh, my God. Some great
0: references to that, this episode. I love it.
1: But, yeah, McKinnon only $5,000 fine, too. Yeah, why not? I think I was saying in our group chat, I was like, I think he's just pissed. He only got two goals in a fucking 9-3 game (laughs) or two points. I don't even think it was goals. It
0: was Arizona they were playing.
1: They Arizona's like not like the worst team in that division, but every single time they play Colorado, they shit on them. Like Colorado is so nasty against Arizona. And you saw it last year during the playoffs when Colorado would put up like 40 plus shots and Arizona would get like, Twelve, yeah, and there, it was, was a couple, every the only fucking got, game.
0: And there was wasn't there one game they got to double. Arizona only got to double digits because they somehow pulled it to overtime.
1: Uh, yeah, probably there was man. one. That it's was just it's like, brutal, but yeah, like
0: it, I don't understand like what is so hard with consistency in this league with you know suspensions with. What's yeah. a goal? What's not a goal? Like, what's offside? What's not offsides? I think we're getting kind of talking about you said, like, it's just, just straight up be suspensions.
1: Yeah. I don't like, I think if they're going to do
0: fines, they need it needs to be a percentage. So you go based off the player's contract. So it would be like 5%. Cause you know what?
1: Yeah.
0: 5% is going to make a big difference to McDavid versus what, a, you know, five grand would be. Like, you know what I'm right.
1: saying? Like, versus somebody like Corey Perry. Also, yeah. the craziest thing is just like now, like, elbowing which used to just be a penalty has now become like a match penalty yeah but only in certain circumstances because it like it McDavid, mcdavid stayed in the game didn't he
0: yeah i, think I don't so. you really got, yeah, got two minutes and it's just like
1: i don't know what's going on like like spearing was a penalty for just the longest time, but I think spearing's become like a more serious penalty at this point. But now you have like stages of like penalties based on severeness. But like I understand the easiest one to understand stages of severeness for a penalty is high sticking. Did the guy fucking bleed or not? Right. <laughs> like <laughs> that should that should be like the shit for everything. Like, well, the issue you, too- you elbowed him.
0: The issue, too, is that they're trying to cut back on head head shots. Right. And the whole, the whole thing, I'm great. That's awesome. You know, we got to protect the players, all that kind of stuff. If the head gets but, hit, fucking suspend times, them. That's it. Yeah, but there's times, though, what makes it hard is that the head might have gotten hit, but it was after a shoulder-to-shoulder hit, and it was yeah. like, you know, they kind of foul. Well, that's through. why they
1: talk about the principal point of contact. But That's
0: what I'm saying, though, and that's, even that, they don't get right. They don't get
1: consistent with that, too. God so just, it's like just take hitting out of the game. <laughs> shut your goddamn mouth. Just just allow the players to fight every time they want to hit somebody.
0: You know the league listens to this show. They're gonna hear that and they're gonna fucking take it.
1: Well, you know what's good? At least Russia doesn't listen to this show because I haven't been taken out by <laughs> Putin yet. Oh man, but talking about Colorado
0: too, real quick. They're on an absolute tear. Yeah. Let's talk about Colorado. 13 0 and 2 in their last 15 64 What's, 64 goals 4 10 against
1: this is where i got a question for you sir oh shit. do you think grubauer is just niemi 2.0 and i'll i'll tell mm. you why why this could be a, a thing i have the similarities of base um, okay
0: so based on your reaction right now i'm gonna say Yes. So but the reason I would argue no is that yeah. he hasn't yes he hasn't like you know been he's not a league goalie by means but I feel like he's been consistent enough. Yeah. Longer than Niemi that he he isn't Niemi 2.0, he's better.
1: Okay. I'm just going to go over some like a couple team stats with you real quick. Okay. Um Blackhawks 0910. So oh, 0910 they finished towards the top of the league, right? Um, where do you think they finished in shots four per game? Shots four. Yeah. Third. First. So where do you think they finished in shots against per game? First. First. Cool. So where do you think Colorado is in shots four per game right now? First. Yep. And where do you think they are again, shots against per game right now? first yes (laughs) so with those kind of like basic possession metrics um currently at this point while the season's not finished Grubauer does have a better save percentage and better goals against average he does have fewer shutouts than Niemi. Niemi ended up finishing that season with a 9-12 and a 2-2-5 um and Grubar right now is at a nine two six and a one eight three, so that's fantastic. That's great. Like it is, it is above. Um, plenty of, plenty of hockey left in the season, you know. Still, like the crazy thing is, Grubauer had five has five shutouts, which is fantastic. But guess what? Niemi ended with seven. So, so
0: what you're trying to tell me?
1: They're also. Oh wait, no. Niemi was twenty six. So, Groover was twenty nine. So,
0: so what you're trying to tell me by this is that are irrelevant? It doesn't matter who you put in that.
1: No, I'm just saying if you have a, a well, Groover is actually playing a little bit better quality starts wise. Um, only had four really bad starts so far to Niemi seven total. Um. Yeah, I didn't even look at these fucking other advanced stats because I never look at these because I don't even know what they mean. <laughs> but they're like still like somewhat close together. I'm not saying they're irrelevant. I'm just saying when your team, like, if they didn't have this at least decent, good enough quality goalie, like they would not be as good as they are. But they're in, they're putting themselves as a team in a great place. By being those guys that literally fucking have the puck all the time.
0: Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Yeah.
1: I just, I'm just wondering if, if people think that Grubauer is like insanely good. But like to me, like if you're only getting an average of 25 shots against a game, I'm really hoping you only let in, if you can only let in two like that's great because you're only getting about 25 shots against a game. you get um, you, i i think – i personally think
0: Grubauer is better than Niami. i think he's a better yeah. goalie but i can i def, for for the sake of this argument for this this year you know he's he's NAMI 2.0 i i don't think he yeah. would, he's doing what he's doing if it wasn't for you
1: know. and and by 2.0 i don't mean just like second like Niemie again, I mean, you know, the a little bit better version, yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah, it's the oh, 2.0 yeah. version. Oh, yeah, the 100 agree with you're saying 100, yeah. and so uh, that's what that's why I was just like, man, like he's having a great season, but it's kind of like that's what happened with niemi like back in 10 Like, we were all excited because we're winning games and. So if Colorado (laughs) I mean, mean, here's the funny thing. Niemi ended up playing 39 games. He had 35 starts. Right now, Grubauer has played 32 and has 31 starts. Um, Niemi finished with 26-7 and 4. And Grubauer right now is 24-7 and 1. So that's also very fucking close together, too. So they like to, if Grubauer doesn't finish the season as strong as he's playing right now, he could end up with basically yeah, the same fucking stance 10. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> but I mean, with the way that they're playing, who knows, like he could he could keep it up and still be like a, a, a good amount better. But I think it's just really funny to like speculate like right now, during this point of the season, with only so many games left, I guess the true I guess
0: the true <laughs> the true test or the true answer will be, do they bring home the cup?
1: That's true. Yeah. Like, does he does he keep performing in the playoffs? Does Colorado keep performing in the playoffs? Do they run into Minnesota during the playoffs and end up somehow like losing? I think last time they met in the playoffs, like Minnesota ended up taking them out. That's the only team, team or them in Vegas. I think is going to be a fantastic matchup. Anyway, you are talking about,
0: yeah, we we're talking about that too. And then well, so wait, let me throw that. Cause you really didn't answer that. What do you think about what I was saying in the group chat? I was saying that this playoffs this year, they're either going to be absolutely amazing or they're going to be absolutely trash. I don't see there being a middle ground. Like, eh, was there- Oh All
1: right. no, they're going to be fantastic.
0: But I'm just saying though, do you, do you agree with that statement? Like it's either going to be
1: amazing playoffs or just going to be absolutely terrible. No, because I think they're gonna be amazing. Um no, it's it's honestly because you're I just think they're gonna be amazing. I'm a fucking no man. <laughs> I think it's I think it's because like I can't even like decide on how to say this at this moment. But like since like your division is like the divisions are have been playing against each other, but the divisions are different this year. So that's kind of, like, um, I think is really cool. But I think the fact that they get reseeded and then play each other where, like, you might have a different, like, an East versus East team in the final or the West versus West team in the final. I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah. I think of that possibility is pretty amazing.
0: I think the North Division, don't even pay attention to them. They're done. Once they hit to play another team, I think they're done.
1: I mean, we'll see. Like, you never know. Like, fucking, I just got an update. Austin Matthews already scored again. Like, fuck, what's he got? 28 the, now?
0: Yeah, but the North Division isn't good. I'm sorry. Yeah, they no, have no like, goaltending. There's no goaltending. You get it's crazy. You get them face against one of these teams that's going to come out. One of the teams
1: that plays defense and has goaltending? Oh, my yeah. God.
0: Like, I don't know. I just. I'm trying to even think. It's going to be. Cause you got Vasilevsky with Tampa, you got Bowers Rupeauers. <laughs> <Bauer. laughs> you got Laner
1: and Mark Andre Fleury is playing insane. headed, yeah, the two headed monster there. Um is playing amazing, uh, but Vrotsky actually having a good season. He's got a nine ten right now. Everybody Florida's been throwing out there
0: has been good in that. Yeah. Lincoln they is, have, like, three or Lincoln four. It's really fucking good. And then Spencer Knight's supposed to be playing. It might get some time with them, too, before the season's over. That's cool. Well, that'll yeah. be interesting to see how
1: he does. Hopefully they'll mm. throw, throw him in uh, against the Hawks. when. Fuck, man. If UC Sorrow keeps it up, he might steal some shit in the playoffs, too. Yeah. He's got a 928 right now. Oh, man. I think he might be leading the league. Um... Please go. Why would you go the other way? For ooh, actually, Chris Dreger or Dredger in Florida has got a nine thirty one. Yeah, he's been solid. And Vasilevsky's got a nine thirty one. Oh my god, he's so good. It, but it's also not fair because they're so good defensively.
0: Mrazik's coming back too, and he he was filthy before he got hurt.
1: Yeah, a, I mean that's why I'm just saying like. Canada doesn't have any good Colton at this moment. Like nobody's playing up to their potential or is, I don't know, maybe they just don't play defense up there. And now they're just offensively Toronto, crazy. Toronto
0: is their only hope. I think, and I'm sorry, Toronto's not going to win.
1: Yeah. I on a, the, the, Until they can prove me wrong, they're probably done in the first round. <laughs> now, I don't know about the first round. I think they actually make it. To the second round, I actually
0: think. Actually, I don't know. I was gonna say I think they're the they're the lock to represent the North in like the the, the conference final or the semifinal, whatever they're calling it this year. We'll see.
1: But I we'll I don't know about that. Hasn't um, Buffalo made it to the second round in, in a more recent time span than um, yeah? Toronto? So that was a hilarious. <laughs> I saw that it was like, don't let Buffalo's
0: eighteen game losing streak. um Deter you from, just yeah, di- di- d- distract you from the fact that they've won a playoff series more recently than Toronto.
1: <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Also, so cool. since the last time we talked, Buffalo's going three games.
0: I know. I was about to say my last thing I have on my list here is there's a new wagon in town, boys. It's called the Buffalo Sabers. Oh my Eat god!
1: Up. Jump aboard! Get on before you're left behind. I've honestly like love shitting on them, but I want them to succeed.
0: I do. I want Buffalo to win. They're,
1: like, they're kind of like my my favorite team to just sh- like sh- I don't know, just fuck with. <laughs> like, yeah. But if they start winning, like that's great. They had they had a Rasmus hot like hat trick the other day. You know about that? Oh, Rasmus Dahline, Rasmus Ristolainen, Rasmus Asplund who's like a forward, all scored in a game and they won. <laughs> Yeah, Erasmus hat trick. I
0: thought they were wearing the reverse retros too the other day. I fucking love those. Ugh. They're so nice.
1: Yeah, man. I uh I'm I'm all jazzed up about <laughs> I keep telling my buddies to bet against the Sabres and now they're winning. Now they're fucking winning, and now I'm like, God damn man, it used to be a lock. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's um, the new lock, I'll tell you what, because we're gonna shit on this other team. St. Louis losing. <laughs> it <was> fucking sucks <laughs> fuck the, blues. Fuck the Dude, blues this is their month that they're gonna lose so much they just lost twice to Colorado to start April they just lost to Vegas 6-1 to one. they're playing Vegas again tonight fucking see you later St. Louis they got three games against fucking Minnesota then they play Colorado again fuck out of here you're out of the playoffs stay out I don't want to fucking hear about you ever again oh I'm jazz man let's go it's pretty great. Uh, right. think- oh, last thing,
0: too, real quick.
1: <laughs> I was like, what are you thinking about?
0: Oh, um, so Lundquist was talking with Kevin Weeks. Oh, nice. And he was saying that he's hoping that Dodgers will clear him to come back to play next year.
1: That'd be fantastic. So he's, so he's not in retirement. So that's is pretty. He, is he going to come back and go to Washington, his longtime home?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, do right. they? I mean, he'll be a He only signed a one-year
1: deal. Yeah. Do you think free agency hits and where does he go? Or because, I mean, Washington's got two solid goalies at this point.
0: Yeah. That, I
1: mean, that, that Vantage that had really stepped up and just kind of did just enough until Samson came back. Yeah. So,
0: oh, that was interesting. We'll see. I mean, it's, that's all hypothetical. I don't know. Can't really look too far into it until it, it's, uh, until sure, off really season, happens.
1: yeah, yeah. So, looking forward to like a an actual summer off season this year too. Ish. I mean, it's gonna be during the summer. I think <laughs> it's until July.
0: Yeah, I think July. It's plus like- we get
1: plus we get the expansion draft coming up too. Yeah. Did we? Did we ever find out about like the Seabrook? Like, like we don't have to protect Seabrook at all, right? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I mean. Player, you could always ask players to waive like their protection, so like just ask them, and you'd be like, Yeah, um, I'm gonna check it out <laughs> friendly really quick. Does it say it on there if they can they have like
0: oh, they got their countdown to the trade deadline four days, 18, yeah, six minutes, 52 seconds. Let's go.
1: Let's get in touch with Cat Friendly and see if I they want to throw a sponsor. <laughs> I love their website. Um, yeah, I mean, while you're looking that up, you got anything else for uh, NHL talk, NHL news?
0: No, I think that, I mean, we're pretty much done. I don't see anything on here, what I thought I saw. So, well, interactive.
1: I can't believe Seabrook's made, like, $80 million. A good guy. Good guy um, Seabrook.
0: I mean, it's saying, yeah, it's saying they're listing him on, like, the – like how you can go on there and like do your own expansion draft. And you oh know, yeah, who's protected? They have him clicked as protected.
1: Oh well, I mean, I think the teams are allowed to yeah. ask guys to waive their protection, but I don't remember. Because I thought that like wasn't wasn't Toronto able to ask like Clarkson to waive his protection or no Horton no no no. It was Columbus? Columbus was asked? Asked Clarkson to wave his protection or some shit? And then they then they did, or he did, and then he ended up like getting picked up by Vegas for yeah. William Carlson? I think so. Something like that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that about does it. <laughs> so, yeah, we – Posting this on Thursday just because we took off Sunday for a holiday, but I think going forward, we're gonna we're shooting for a two two episode a week schedule again. Yeah, the plan's gonna be post on Mondays and Thursdays. Um, we're gonna treat, usually we're gonna try to treat it's obviously up for change, but we're gonna try to treat we're we're
1: shooting for. Yeah.
0: This episode, the Thursday episode, will have some sort of guess. Um whether it be, you know, an interview from a former player, another account, um, ton of podcasts from the from the hockey podcast network that would be cool to have on and kind of talk about their teams a little bit. Yeah, um, trying to like, get just like some
1: hockey discussion, really. Yeah, you and know? just have
0: some fun with it. Um, and then we'll do the usual, you know, recaps and stuff like that. And it's also going to be a lot easier once playoffs come around to kind of keep everything updated, up to date with uh, two episodes a week. So, um, yeah. More content from us, just what you guys want. So let's try it out. Yeah, so as always, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, wherever the hell it's called now. I think we're on Pandora. Um Apple Podcasts re- leave a review for us. Let us know how we're doing. So Let just, us know, you know if you want us to print on vinyl. We'll do that. Yeah, print on vinyl. You know, <laughs> well hipster on you guys. Um, yeah, follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, send us Ryan and Pine questions. Let's get Ryan and Pine going again. We'd love to hear, have some questions answered. And, uh, oh, yeah, it doesn't have to be hockey related, have, have some fun with it, too. Um, yeah, other than that, oh, follow the Hockey Podcast Network, yes, their slate of shows. And when you're using, uh, you know, daily drafting, uh, daily draft fantasy, and all that kind of stuff, or if you're on the sports book in a state that allows sports book. Um, use uh code THPN, some cool little promos on there, yeah, man. Um, other than that, do
1: you uh, what do you want to call it? Oh, I don't know. Nine, what is it? 129, yeah. Um, DM me 2.0. I don't know trade deadline coming up. I don't know fucking uh, Hannah Stroza return return to Chicago. I'm
0: looking at a lot
1: happening. Oh oh oh! It's uh, it's the comeback! It's the comeback! Comeback! Yes,
0: the comeback! It's the comeback! Everybody loves a good comeback. Welcome back, Jesus! (laughs) Jesus Christ!
1: Yeah, that's what I just said. Welcome back, Jesus! Jesus Christ!
0: All right, so for Tanner and myself, we will, uh, we'll check you out on the next one.
1: See you later, boys. Love you. Bye. The Windy City Benders Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And follow the boys on socials at WCB Podcast.